have over 7,000 that have never bowed their, bowed their knee to Baal. Yeah. And so you have to make a stand to make a, a point into, like the pilgrims that came over, the right. revolu- American Revolution. They had to say no to England. No, we're not doing this. We're not going to obey you. We're going to be our own country and we're going to break away. And this is how King George infiltrated them. They broke away, supposedly won the American Revolution, but he set up the Bar Association to work in the judicial system. And that's how he kept power over the colonies. And so, um, uh, like I said, I'm not afraid. Um, Like I said, I was reading Jeremiah 38. When they get mad at they said, shut up, Jeremiah. He says, you're all going to go into captivity. You're wicked as hell. And uh, shut up. So they threw him in a prison. So you wait there. And um, finally, they all left. And Jeremiah was let, released. And he was he left behind. And they all taken away. So, um, you know, it, it's a... Uh, uh, you, you know, that that's how... That really is how God, how God works, you know. It, it's, um, I was thinking of Gideon, and um, Gideon was, was, going, was going to war, and God told him, says, you got too many men. says, I, I need to cut down the number of men you got so that you'll know that the victory comes from me. You know, and he, he exactly. told him, yeah, he says, tell everybody that's afraid to go home. You know, so he and he lost. I, I think thirty thousand of his men. <laughs> well, there was there was twenty two thousand. Yeah. And when he said that, it went down to like ten thousand. <laughs> and then he said, "No, it's still too much. Yeah. Let let go down to the stream and the and the ones that lapped the water like a dog. And there was only three hundred of them. Yeah. And God says, "Okay, that's enough. What? That's enough. In fact, break up into three sections and have these little clay pots with lights in it. You're gonna go at night." And I'm going to scare everyone. And they started killing each other. Yeah. As they broke the lamps and cried, shouted, they thought there was this huge army. And, and God, I think it was supernaturally done, brought in the spirit of fear. And see, that's my prayer. You can read my journals. Um, since day one, I wanted God to get the glory. I didn't want man, a lawyer, or anybody to get the glory, I wanted the world to see, wow, God got you out of this. God set you up on on a different level. God promoted what you were doing. God, God, God did it. And if you want him to have the glory, you just have to be humble. You know, I'm reminded, if anybody wants to look up Jeremiah 37, that's when uh, Zedekiah locked up Jeremiah. But I'm reminded of um, the book in Micah. This Jeremiah 30 and 7? Yeah, Jeremiah 38. All That's right. the chapter I was reading when uh-huh. we got the door kicked in. And they, they locked him up because they didn't like what he was saying. Zedekiah, the king, and the prince, they, they took him and said, you shut up. And he said, no, I ain't shutting up. Um, so they, you know, basically pushed him aside. But Micah, mm-hmm. they say minor prophet, but he's not a minor prophet. It's just a smaller book. Micah said this. He hath showed me, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee. So there's three things he's going to say the Lord requires of every man. 
to do justly, mm-hmm. to love mercy, to walk humbly with thy God. That's what God wants all men to do. So uh, I believe we were doing justly. I believe we were loving mercy. We were helping people, trying to be merciful to them. And see that Jesus, we reiterate this in the New Testament, said, as you treat others, this is how God's going to treat you at the judgment. If you're merciful, he'll be merciful to you. If you're hard-headed and with lack of mercy, he'll be the same way to you. So love mercy and just walk humbly before your God. Who are we? We're, we're just clay, right? Yeah. Jeremiah 19, 18 talks about the potter and the clay. God's the potter and we're the clay. And if you resist his, if the clay resists the potter, he smashes it and makes it again. And so that's like our life. Don't resist what God's doing in your life because it's going to make you better. Now, if you resist, it'll make you bitter. So I'd rather learn something from this and um, be better when we come out, be stronger and um, be more. The thing is, we're more steadfast about what we want to do. I just had a group, well, one person, I won't mention the person or the group, but they said, Mark, you should get rid of the MMS and you should be doing some other things we're doing that the FDA won't come up against you and we're going to make our our CDS um, accepted in the pharmacies around the world. Oh, go ahead, go for it. But I ain't doing that. Yeah. I, I've had pharmacies come to me, one in Singapore, and offered me $25 billion. And you want it in the pharmacies? Good for you. I'm not going to be part of it. I want, I want Dick to make it in his house. Yeah. And teach his family how to make it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to refrigerate it. I want the people to use it all around the world, get the raw materials and make it. And that's what we, our goal is from the beginning. We're going to stick with it. Well, uh, you know, you're obsolete to the pharmaceuticals. And I think you may be a little crazy there because you think the pharmaceuticals are going to allow something that cures, heals, 95% of the illnesses on earth, you think they're going to let that? They're going to lose customers because they're not going to come back and refill the prescription because they're cured. Yeah. So I think it's they're a little um, deceived. And, and the people that are involved in it aren't believers, a lot of them. No. So um, it's all about money, popularity, and but I don't care about that. I want to, I want to work myself out of a job and teach people how to practice self-care. So getting back to the Lord. They're they're not interested in people being healed, bro, is what it is. No, no. They need repeat customers. You know, you got the old cars that made of steel and carburetors, no computers. I have an 82 Lankers. It's still working fine. And they, the new cars are plastic. You need special technicians. They have computers. They don't last as long. In fact, they're made to break. Yeah. Sensors are made to go off in intervals of 20,000, 40,000. So you have to take it in the shop and they reset the... I mean, it's a big scam. They want repeat customers. Yeah. There's more money made off of parts than the new car itself. So this is how they want to keep their business going. And the pharmaceuticals aren't going to give that up easily. And so I don't want to be part of that crap. I want to be part of 
keeping it simple. And my goal is to focus on the spiritual man more than the physical man. I want to help the physical man, but I want to show them the things that are more important. This is this body being sick and being healed. It's you being healed spiritually forever, not this temporal time we're living in called life. I wanted to focus on the eternal. And God says, that's where we should be laying up treasures, yeah. not in this earth. What shall it profit a man he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? So if you gain the whole world, everything in it, you own the world, the value of that is nothing compared to your soul. That's right. Yeah. Right? That's right. So that's why I'm focusing on. So people think, oh, don't use MMS because they'll go against that. They'll lock people up. I don't care. We've got sacraments. we got freedom of speech. We have religious freedom. So I, I don't care. I'm going to, in fact, that's not my main objective. My main objective and goal is to open people's eyes spiritually and use MMS in the care that we care about them, showing them that as our as our goal to get, I mean, uh, part of our goal to reach our goal, which I should say, uh, and that's the spiritual man people that lasts forever. People are getting saved and set free and healed in the prisons because of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My son said the other day they had a, the chapel fits about 25 guys, uh -huh. and they had 40 guys. Everybody was on their knees. Men were crying out to God for mercy and help their lives. And yeah. some that were believers said they rededicated their lives. And he's going through the book of Revelation right now, oh, saying, wow. look what's happening. Look what's coming. Look what's coming. And you think every everything in the Bible happened. So he makes you think the last book isn't going to happen. <laughs> exactly the way he said. Yeah. So yes. everything falling in place. Exactly. And God's going to get the glory. I don't want it. He will share. He will not share his glory with any man. No. And who are we? He even asked to be share his glory, you know? Remember when the um, sons of Zebedee, James and John, came to Jesus and said, um, hey, we'd like to be sitting in the, the, the chief seats one day. Because you don't even know what you're asking. <laughs> Jesus said, no, no, no. That's not going to happen. Yeah. So just, just back away, boys. Back away, boys. <laughs> and um, you guys are all going to be used by me. And there will be rewards. But no, there's one throne. Well, really, there's two thrones. And the Father and the Son. And, and the Holy Spirit is present also. And the Holy Spirit is a person. Yeah. It says he, the Holy Spirit, will guide you into all truth. That's what there's three persons of the Godhead. And there be people who say, oh, that's three different gods. No, no, no. The word in Hebrew, Elohim, is a plural word. Let us make man in our own image. God was speaking. It says, God said, God, Elohim, which is a plurality of majesty, said, let us make man in our own image. And so we're made in the image of God. And so that's a privilege. The animals weren't. We are. Yeah. And so we think, we love, we have a free will, and that's the way it's going to be. And so went, this free will you have. Go ahead. I, I, re I remember when God went to visit 
Abraham before going um, into Sodom and Gomorrah. It was, it, I, you know, I think it was three entities that went there, you know, but it was one guy. Yeah, there was, yeah, there was, there was two angels, they said, and, and, and God, basically. Um, it could have been God the Father personified, but it also could have been Jesus because it mentioned the king of Salem, Salem yeah. the king of peace. And um, before he ever and went Abraham, to be born as a virgin. And Ab- Abraham, Abraham negotiated with God to try to save yeah. the city. <laughs> yeah. He, you know, because Lot was there. For. Yeah, Lot was there, and and so Abraham, Abraham wanted to save Sodom and Gomorrah, and that's you know that's the attribute of uh, that God is looking for. You know, David, when the guy was, um, you, you know, when you mentioned David, that it brought something to mind. That guy that, um, you, you know, David, uh, Lot was trying to kill David. And and David yeah. still David still loved Lot, and and uh, Saul. Excuse me, yeah. Saul. He still loved Saul. Saul, so, yeah. And, uh, and yeah. one time it was a a guy that was throwing 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 rocks at David. Yeah, cussing, cussing Jimmy, Shemai, yeah, uh, Shemai was his name. And yeah. David's, David's nephews told David, says, you know, we can. You know, you're the king. You don't have to put up with that. We can go down there and we can kill them. And David said, no. Said, God sent him here to do this. You know, <laughs> says, who knows? God might look upon this and bless me. You know, so David just, he, he, was, he was a real, he was an example of someone after the heart of God. He didn't want no glory. He wanted God to be. It's a- Yes, he wanted God to be glorified. He worshipped the king. He worshipped the king of glory. And, and, and I was reading last 